Hello and welcome to a new episode of our ITM podcast on platform regulation and hate speech. Today I'm here with Judith. Hi, Judith. Hi. Hi. Thank you. And we have a guest, which is Elfa Urgilfadotir from Iceland. Um, Elfa is the director of the Media Commission, which is the regulator for media in Iceland. Um, and Elfa was involved in many, many legisl legislative procedures, uh, among others, the transformation of the AVMS directive into national law. So um, Elfa was also participating at our workshop last week and she had a speech on the gender perspective of online hate speech and that's the topic of our today's talk with Judith, Elfa and me. I'm Jan from ITM so let's start. I think um, hello Elfa for the first. Yes hello. How are you? Is everything fine? Yes everything is good. Super. So we prepared um, some questions and I uh, guess Judith wanted to start. Yes, thank you, Jan. Uh, and hi, Elva. Um, so in your very interesting presentation, you showed staggering numbers delivered by research on online verbal violence against women. Is there evidence that this has a considerable chilling effect on women's um, attitude when they express themselves in public, like self-censorship or something? Yes, uh, thank you very much for this question. Um, yes, just like I mentioned um, uh, in the webinar and in my presentation, um, I, I was referring to um, some very interesting reports that have been done um, in, uh, uh, in the Nordic countries, because this is one of the issues that has been um, very much debated here in the northern uh, region. And, um, and I think also that I would like to... to um, Uh, say that it happened quite before the the Me Too movement in the Nordic countries. So this is something that has been kind of uh, developing for many years now, uh, since I would say maybe 2012, 13, something like that. Um, and um, we, um, as I mentioned, we have, for example, um, uh, and the number showing that in Sweden, uh, female public commentators are um, self-centering Uh, censoring, um, um, and about 70% of them um, are doing that. And we also see um, in, in the Nordic um, study that um, women who are participating in the public debate, um, they are more vulnerable to um, online hate speech, um, sexism, and, and, and threats of sexual violence and so forth, which means that um, they, they are self-censoring when they are participating um, on, for example, in chat rooms or, um, or also when they are, are, are putting something, you know, forward. Um, and what this, um, what, what we are also seeing in this research is that there are also certain uh, issues that, uh, um, where, where we see that, that women are, Uh, particularly being targeted and that's for example when they are talking about uh, gender equality or equality of, of minorities um, you know these kind of um, hot topics uh, in in the debate um, and um, and this is also something that we have seen in, in other um, uh, research that has been done um, I mentioned also uh, in the webinar 
um, uh, a research that was done um, on um, uh, in the Guardian, where they were looking at the comments um, uh, that were under uh, pieces that journalists had had uh, uh, that that had been put online, uh, where we saw that. Um, for those who had been getting most of this kind of hate speech were uh, women. Uh, eight of them were women and, and two were men and they uh, were men of color then. So so this is something that, you know, is trending and we are seeing this also in all kinds of uh, international research as well, um, you know, from from the Council of Europe and, and, and other organis- international organizations uh, too. Yes, thank you. Uh, as far as I know, this phenomenon is not regarded in each country as hate speech because it targets individuals rather than um, groups in general. So in some countries, hate speech uh, has, is a, has a more theoretic approach. How is it in Iceland? Well, uh, you're absolutely right. And um and this is something, this is a topic that has been discussed uh, not only in Iceland, but also in the, the Nordics, because, um, for example, in the penal code uh, in Iceland, um, gender is not part of the penal code. Um, so that means that um, we have uh, a lot of, you know, other minority like, you know, religion and, and uh, um and so forth, but uh, but not gender. And so the the debate has been also whether gender should be part um, of uh, this definition. And um, and uh, you know, many years ago, people were saying, well, I mean, women are uh, half of of the population in the world; they are not really a minority. Uh, but we are still seeing that women are being targeted because they are women, because of, of, of their gender. Um, so um, we have seen also that there have been white papers um, and a lot of debate here um, whether this should be uh, changed in a way um, and how to change it. Uh, change it. Um, and we are also seeing legislative uh, measures, uh, not only this, but also... Uh, doing some other uh, changes, for example, to the penal code uh, to dr- address this matter, because we are seeing that that this kind of um, hate speech or, or online violence is, is targeting uh, women in a, in a special way. Uh, like I said, for example, with uh, threats of uh, sexual violence and, and so forth. So I so there is a lot of uh, debate going on. How what will be the best way to um, address this? What ways are there debated um, outside the penal code? Are there um, other policy tools to fight this phenomenon? Or um... well, um, there is a um, there, there is a uh, in, in Iceland there is a, a difference between um, what the media commission can do in terms of hate speech and, and what the penal code allows. Uh, uh, to do, um, because in the media law and, and what the, the media commission can do, it's only based on, on the fact that if, for example, a media entity 
is um, if if the media uh, company is is allowing for hate speech, you know, in a, in a uh, more than once, mm-hmm. it needs to be something that is happening very often. Um, uh, so so it needs to be targeted in a in a period of time. But the penal code in Iceland allows for just like one utterance, one one instance to happen. Um, so so this is why. Um, uh, the the penal code and the media law is is quite different uh, in this regard. So we have cases, of course, uh, uh, coming to the Supreme Court in Iceland, um, where we just have like one one uttering, one one sentence, you know, something that one person is saying at at at, at one given time. Um, so uh, so there is a, a difference there. But um, I also wanted to just mention that, that um, there are, of course, um, other uh, things that are kind of connected to this, but, but not really, um, you know, taking on board the whole spectrum of, of hate speech and how, and how that is be how women are being targeted and that is for for example like you know the revenge porn uh, you know like like all these pictures that 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 um and, and how to deal with that that uh, women might have sent or or they are um or or girls are are um sending or something like that and then it you know goes into the kind of like you know internet swear as a whole so so there are of course many aspects of this but when it comes to of course like women um who are journalists or politicians uh, you know who have a voice in the debate um that is of course something that we need to to tackle uh, uh in a way kind of takes on board like the whole that whole spectrum because uh we see that women who have uh, voices um, they are particularly vulnerable, and, and that is why uh, many of them are self-censoring as well. One last question, maybe. Um, do you know the, the German approach, the NetzDG? Is it um, debated in, in, in Iceland as well? Is that a possibility? Well, we have, uh, I know uh, the the German legislation, of course, because that was uh, kind of like a pioneering legislation in in Europe. Uh, But um, that is not really an approach that has been been taken up uh, in Iceland. Um, I think also it's very important um, to to have in mind that um, for small countries uh, in Europe, it can be very difficult also just to reach uh, and get a contact with the platforms. So there is also an equality in this regard um, when it comes to just like the direct um, uh, connection to the platforms and what is going on and 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 their emphasis on what is happening in, in different uh, European countries. And I think that, for example, with... Um, uh the, the germany or france who also have uh, put um a, a legislation in, in place when it comes to to um disinformation um uh, i think it's easier to when you are a, a big country to get kind of the ears of the platform of of what are the real problems uh, that countries are facing and 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 how that can be uh dealt with 
and 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 there I think uh, it, it is much more difficult to be a small uh, country and 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 try to to have a um, to, to get forward um, a legislation or an uh, on on these issues. Okay, that's a very interesting point. I love to talk on on that, but um, our time is over. So. Uh, thanks for that, Alpha. Um, thanks, Judith. And um, yeah, goodbye. See you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.